Hi, my name is Joy from HealingJoy.com, and I'm a spiritual medium. I haven't always been one. Actually, I grew up in a traditional Chinese family and became an engineer. So my entry into the metaphysical world wasn't easy because honestly, I wasn't looking for it. Trust me, telling my parents that I wanted to leave the corporate world and do readings and healings for people wasn't the easiest conversation to have. But me coming to terms with being a medium in this intangible world of the supernatural, spirits, guides, other realms, it's been a challenge. And I'm still struggling to say what I do for work when I meet new people. This podcast is for me to share with you some of those challenges and to help answer some questions that you may not know who to ask or where to start from. I've been developing and working as a spiritual medium for over 10 years now, and I want to share with you some of these experiences in the hope that it can help you out in your own journey. Because I'm recording this from my house, apparently the most soundproof place is my closet, so welcome to The Closet Medium. Hi everyone, and for today's podcast, we're going to talk about soulmates because we're coming up to Valentine's Day. This podcast is going to be a little bit different because I actually have a guest with me. I have my friend Laura, who's also a medium, joining me today, and we're technically not in a closet together. It's more like a small room. I'd like to call it a small room. So Laura, please say hi to everyone. Hi, hello there. So nice to be with you, Joy. Thank you. Okay, so we're here to talk about soulmates. Do you have a soulmate? You know, soulmates is an interesting topic, Joy, and I've always had the belief, and I'm sure a lot of people do as well, that there's always one person to be matched up with you. There's one true soul that meets your soul on this plane. And I think that, you know, to a certain extent, if you meet someone and things are, you know, they're cooking along and you're getting along and there's coincidences and there's things that kind of, you know, there's a connection there that you can't explain. Yeah, I think it's easy to categorize that under soulmate. But is there one soulmate for every soul on this on this earth? I don't know. Well, I always believe there's not one soulmate, but you belong to a soul group and you have many soulmate, but it's choice, um, your choice of if you want to spend your life with that person mm. or whatever period of time or contract that you have with them. That's my personal belief. But I know a lot of my clients have come to me very frustrated because they can feel there's a special connection with someone. There's a magnetic chemistry and they could swear they're supposed to be together and they're soulmates as you call it or not, however you want to categorize it, but yet they're not together. I tell you what I think about what you just said. I think that when you do meet someone and that there's this you know, instantaneous connection and it's, and it's on this deep, deep soul level. It's more than a friendship. It's more, it's something that can't be explained or put into words. What I'm getting is that you've already chosen that person before you arrive here. Now, why aren't you together? That's an interesting point. I think that if you're not initially together, that that person inevitably, and I am generalizing, points you towards where you need to be because you've already pre-chosen it. It's like you got the menu before you got here. You said, hey, when I get there, I'm gonna have this for entree, this for main, this for dessert. And you get to the dessert and you think, wow, yeah, this is the best bit I get to, I get to meet this person that I've chosen. And you do meet them and it doesn't correlate or connect. I think that person's put there to guide you to the right person. What do you think? Okay, I'm gonna take your menu ordering restaurant analogy just a step further. So, yep, you have ordered, um, you know, appetizer, main, dessert, and you put your order into the universe and 
they are going to give you what you want, but what you think you want will change depending on where you are in the level of growth. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, these people that you meet and encounter you're supposed to connect with probably are your soulmates or a possibility of soulmate if you have choice. But the whole thing about our life is this experience, this journey, not an outcome of, yep, there it is. My goal is to be with that person and I'm done. Yeah. It, it is, it's just a step in the journey. But if you meet that person and you're not quite, I don't know, where you need to be, then that menu might not be for you anymore. Or the chef special in the kitchen of the universe will say, hey, you know what? I think we need to serve her up some of this. And then she'll, I don't know, like it better or she'll get to where she needs to be. Yeah, exactly. I think that, you know, as you said, it's all a journey. And, you know, I think a lot of people shy away from that word journey because it's just so twee and, you know, but we all know what we're talking about here, don't we, people? So I think that there's still that sense of free will. Even though you've chosen and pre-ordered off the menu, you're right. It's you get to a point in life where you're still you're still a work in progress. This whole thing is a work in progress, and you're growing and you're learning. It's like that theory of a whole bunch of cabs coming along, and when you meet up with people, if their light is on and your light is on, then you can get in the cab and away you go. But if one person's light is on and the other isn't, it's not going to work. So I think timing. I think you're right. I think timing has a lot to do with it. I also want to add, when I'm talking soulmates, it's not necessarily just the romantic kind. I think there could be your best friend, your mentor that come into your life and there is such a connection. But as we're talking about growth, um, I know I've recently shared with you this person in my life that was once literally my best friend. Mm. And then suddenly, I don't know if it's a free will thing or a vibrational change, but I know that he and I aren't on the same journey anymore. Yeah. And someone that used to be my best friend, even if they came back into my life, I don't think I would want them to. Now, were we soulmates on one level? Yeah, I think we were supposed to meet. We had such a great connection, but it's changed and it will forever change because it was a choice that was made along his journey and my journey, mm-hmm. I think, subconsciously or whatever, to be like, yep, we're just not connecting anymore. We're not vibing at the same pace. We're not going to where we need to be together to support each other anymore. So I think it's best that we separate. It's, it's soulmates change, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. And I also think that, I guess what we're saying is that there needs to be a certain amount of Goldilocks conditions, right? That, you know, timing is of the essence, irrespective of whether you've ordered it off the menu before you get here or not. What's interesting about what Joy just said is I know from my own experience, people can be so important to you and are the center of your universe for a really, really, really long time. And I'm talking years. And then suddenly they're not. And one day it's like, well, who is that person? How did I ever have a connection with them? And I think you're right. I think it comes down to what you learn from each other and that timing correlating as well. And when, you know, you have chapters in life with people and it's perfectly okay to have chapters with people. I think this notion of one life, one person forever and always, I don't know, I don't want to sound like a Debbie Downer, guys, but, you know, it, it, it's not always forever and always. It's what you need to learn at that point in time. So just back to one of the original questions is if we're truly meant to be soulmates, but somehow we're not together, whether that's a timing issue or whatnot, part of me wonders if it's, Maybe one soulmate does see that potential and does see that connection Mm. and does see that the other person's not quite there yet, but is willing to stick around and wait and hope and nurture that 
other half, so to speak, to get them to where they need to be. And I have a theory about that. I, f I feel like there is um, free will to an extent to, to kind of stagnant, if you want to call it, in your journey and wait for your other soulmate yeah. um, to, to help them along. Because some of us, as you know, operate at a different vibrational awareness than others. And you can love someone and you love them to death. And then you're like, but they just aren't quite there yet but you you can see the potential you can see the connection you want to help them along and i believe absolutely everyone has free will to do that but i also have this thing that i think the chef in the kitchen is like yeah okay your food's getting cold are you gonna come and eat yeah, this wow. or number six come and get your chips yeah, yeah or or are we gonna um you know we'll give you some more time to mm. to think about your choices but if you don't want this menu that you've ordered and with the chef special we're mm. going to move it along um i know i've been moved along before oh i have too it's a painful painful thing yeah particularly when this person is so particularly if you're in love with that person as well that's hard to switch off i don't know i well so what would a person do then do you stick around and wait i think it's free will um and i think the conscious one will have more will have more awareness of that free will to wait or not and the person that's maybe not as awakened and i i don't want to make it sound like it's condescending in any way no it's just a different energy vibration level um if you stick around but maybe there's something that moves them along that they have no idea it's being influenced by that chef in the universal kitchen right you know what i mean yeah, yeah, and then yeah. all this time and effort you're like i've been waiting for you and then you kind of where'd you go yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know it's it's a bit annoying yeah i think you're right and what i'm getting at the moment is that what i originally said at the beginning of the podcast which was that if that person it's it's a constant a timing issue yeah it comes down to timing and if you know, as you said, the chef's waiting and the food's going cold, then the universe is going to move you on to the person that is right for you via this person that you think is right for you. Wait, does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. They're almost a, cat, a, a you know, a soul catalyst for you to be put in the right position. They're an uber soul. They're an uber soul. I love that concept. Yes. Yeah, so the universe orders you a soul uber to move you on to your next destination or the next person. And I actually agree with that. I, I don't think it just applies to people. I think it applies to places as well and, or jobs. Definitely. Some, yeah, definitely. sometimes, I mean, I've been there where I know I've outgrown a job or I've no, outgrown a place to live and I don't want to live because it's comfortable and I know it, but I know the time is coming up. And the more I hang on, was it, it let go or be dragged? Mm -hmm. And I feel that comes and the uber from the universe comes and drags you away in one aspect or another and look that's all well and good but i just think what happens joy if you're just absolutely pining for that person and you convince they're the right person for you and nothing is happening then i think nothing will happen if they're not going to be aligned to you like i said previously there's free will in this and there is a timing and you can wait for the other soul or the other situation to manifest, but they can also influence the other side to move them along if you're not willing to move by yourself. It's like a great big chess game, isn't it? A little bit. I, I think there's a bigger picture that there's only a little parts of it that we see. 
and chess would be about winning and I don't think this is about winning though I think it's about making all the pieces connect at the right time and work for that bigger picture to work because there's more to it than just you and another person involved when it's about soulmate connections it's the people around that person it's the people around you and and things that are said to you the things that are said to them there are other levels of the web that get entangled and you don't always see those threads when you're just focused on that one person. Okay, so we've just talked a little bit about soulmates and the desire to connect and also the wisdom and the knowledge of when maybe you have to let go. So today's meditation, we're gonna be focusing on love, giving love, receiving love, accepting love, and also releasing it. So go ahead and get yourself seated in a comfortable position and light a candle if you have one. Just relaxing, taking a deep breath in, releasing that breath down to the ground. Feeling that candlelight expand around you as a bubble of protection as we ask your guides and healers to come a bit closer. Closer to you, closer to your heart as we have been talking about love. And whether you need to give or receive love or even connect with anyone, it starts from opening your heart. So taking a breath in, breathing that breath down to your chest, we're gonna ask you to open your heart into your own bubble of light, knowing that you're perfectly safe, perfectly protected. Breathing in, Letting that light expand now through your body. Feel it come down through your shoulders. Spread down through your arms to fingertips. Breathing in again. Allowing that light in your heart to now go down to your stomach. Mixing in with your stomach. Mixing in with your core and your solar plex of who you are. Breathing that light now down through your pelvis, through your legs, down all the way to your feet as that light expands all across your room into love. And as you breathe, you see yourself walking along the road. Beautiful road in a garden of light. And as you come to a path, you'll notice there will be several paths in front of you. Each path will lead you to different people, different soulmates to connect with, different experiences. There's no wrong or right path. They will all lead you to exactly where you need to be. But it is your choice. I want you to look at each path in front of you and see which ones make your heart sing, which ones make your stomach flutter, your eyes light up, which experiences you're yearning for. It could be with a person, it could be with a situation, 
could be with a job, it could be with a dream, all of which involve love. For love is just, not just physical love, it's a feeling, an unconditional feeling that lights up your heart, that feeds your heart, which is actually a gateway into your soul, to give you desire, to give you passion, give you connection with a place, with a job, with a person. Whether it's in romantic or friendship, it is love. It is a soul connection. And as we've spoken about soulmates today, that soulmate, that mate is a connection into friendship, into romantic partnership, into a mateship with a situation a place of work, a pet, a person down the street, a connection to your own soul that reaches into theirs. But to explore any of that, we ask you to open your heart. Don't be afraid because it's perfectly protected. You're in your own energy, in your own bubble. And we open your heart to you to that light within you, allowing that healing light to come in, allowing the love of spirit to come in to heal you, to have you open up even further to connect with so many wonderful possibilities that are yet to come in your life. Feel that light, the light of the soul connect with the light of spirit. Feel it nurture you, heal you, and invite love. Now picture what love is. Whatever it is, there is no wrong picture, but picture it now in your heart. It could be the first time you hugged a puppy. It could be the last time you saw your best friend. Whatever it was, that feeling of elation, of joy, of pureness, and vulnerability, take that feeling and embrace it. Have that fill your heart. Have that fill your life. Breathing in, breathing out. Feeling that in every cell of your body every muscle as you vibrate with love. For we attract love in your life. You need to match that vibration. And we give you that vibration now, resonating throughout you. Breathing in, exhaling down, down through your body, through your spine, down to your feet. As we connect to one more love, one more source of love, and that is the earth. We give some love back to Mother Nature and Mother Earth right now. For as much as she's done for us, I think she's in a bit of need herself. Send that love down in your light, through the earth, through your feet, into her core, thanking her for all that she's done. 
And as you breathe in, connect with the earth, connect with your body, bring yourself back, back into your body, back into your space, thanking spirits and thanking guides. Thanks for joining me today. And for more information about classes I teach or private sessions, please go to theclosetmedium.com.